0: Um, so, confirm? all those things are there in okay. some way, shape, or form. Sure. So, it's not like it's a spoiler per se. Sure. It's not cheapened
1: uh, just because I know it's going to happen.
0: Right. But you don't know how it's going to happen. So, it'll still come up and it'll still catch you, which I think is half the battle. <laughs>
1: And welcome back, everybody, to the Most Awesome and Brandana Sports Podcast, coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite, episode 64 for your eardrums. Guys, I know I ask. Do us a solid. If you haven't yet, please subscribe, leave five stars, tell a friend. We keep growing, and it's because of you. I am Brandana, and with me, as always, the frozen envelope of pod partners, most (laughs) awesome. How you doing, brother? Got that dented corner, baby. <laughs> Gotta let you know. You know what? You're searching for something. You're just like, I need this. This is what I need. Give me a little signal. And I found you, brother.
0: There you go. Thank you. I'm out there. Among, I'm amongst the all the 14 other envelopes uh-huh. out there. You yeah. found me. I'm, <laughs> I am glad. Glad, glad I'm right here, sir.
1: Oh, man. Uh, How was your week, brother? What's going on? What's the haps?
0: Busy, busy week. I know you sure. had a busy week as well, Brandana. Yeah. Uh, little Commish Jr. got baptized.
1: Oh, congrats, brother! Congrats. Good. Looking
0: like looking like uh, LeBron on draft night in his icy white suit.
1: Mm. Looking clean. Is that for suit? That's What's for- that? Is that first suit? And what do you do? Do you hang it from the rafters or anything? That's first suit worn. Like, uh, what's, yeah, the, exactly. uh, what's the official? Yes, exactly. What yeah, exactly. We're still working
0: that? out that Nike deal. Like, ten years, hundred million dollars. We're still trying try to get that all figured
1: <laughs> out. <laughs> You'll shake it out, sure. guys. Yeah. We have a jam-packed episode sixty-four. We're doing "Rip from the Headlines." I know most awesome is excited to get this. We're talking mm. the NBA Lotto Pick. We're doing Neapolitan Showdown. We're doing worst things about hotel. Then we're gonna jump right into date night. Oh yeah, we need all this time. We're talking, ladies and gentlemen, about 1993's The Program. And then we're going to finish, as we always do, with our MVP of the Week. Ladies and gentlemen, your hour our power starts now. draft lottery why are we talking about that this week
0: we're talking about it because zion williamson Mm -hmm. is now going to be thrust in the middle of the single most intriguing off-season storyline the new orleans new orleans pelicans and ad and all of that and we're going to talk a little bit about draft at the nba draft
1: as now we've learned the the lottery order that's fine okay so let's keep this super simple from the beginning Is it New Orleans or New Orleans? Oh, what did I say? New Orleans? <laughs> I, I, no, you said, I think you said New Orleans. I think you added a syllable in there. Is that I, right? I, I, I did? Think, I think I did. I think I fucked Mexico it up <laughs> because I was thinking. And <laughs> yeah, sometimes I yeah. shouldn't do that. You're, you're like, I, <laughs> you're like, motherfucker, I just want to get through it. I ain't talking about how you pronounce the city. I'm talking about Zion and what's <laughs> I happening. I did not
0: know this is how this segment was
1: going to go. <laughs> what, is this geography?
0: The right. What's going on? Uh, um, is, is, uh, it's is, New
1: Orleans. It's New Orleans, right? Yeah, it's New Orleans. Yes. I think yeah. so. Like New Orleans. I'm not, like, it's New Orleans. Is uh let's talk real fast. Is because you know I know you follow the college ball. I'm a KU mm-hmm. fan, so I follow follow it uh pretty well. The the NFL eats into it a little bit. Watching time, is Zion like as big as we're talking about? Is it like on a scale of like Anthony Davis to LeBron James? What are we looking like draft wise over the last like 20 years?
0: It's a great question, and I think we're all leaning toward he's in that AD camp. Uh, elite freshman coming in to the league uh, he won the wooden award which is for the best college player in all of NBA or in all of uh, NCAA college basketball he won all the ACC Player of the year uh, and was a freshman as well and so won a lot of freshman awards as well too so he is heralded he is 6'7", 285 for those who are living under a rock 45 inch <laughs> vertical leap, defensive player. He's, he is, uh, he's got some skill. He's got some outside game to him. He's got some passing ability. Um, and ultimately, I think he's, he's kind of captured the awareness of casual basketball fans, which is kind of in that Anthony Davis, LeBron James realm as well, too. I think a lot yeah. of people who don't pay attention to the sport know who Zion Williamson is just for his uh, kind of freaky athleticism.
1: Okay, so let's talk real right now. I know you want to talk about New, New Orleans, New Orleans, however you want nah, to say it. Nolens. 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 Oh, perfect. Uh, so we'll get to that. But let's talk right now about how the process went down. Is this detrimental to the Knicks that they didn't get this? Because I think a lot of people are talking like the hype about the Knicks getting this pick. Mm-hmm. The the odds weren't insane. Oh, it was like 12%. It's not. There was this weird kind of buzz around like the Knicks getting it. And it's still like, I mean, this is, <laughs> this is still not even, we're not even talking like a one in five chance of getting it. Uh, yeah, so I, exactly. I, th- I think they're kind of we- leaning on that to rebuild, and I'll let you take that from here, brother. Cool. But it's just like, does this affect like you know some of the free agents we think going there? Is it all over for the Knicks? Was this their last draw? What's up? Um, no, I, so so yeah, it was weird
0: that the Knicks kind of co- they, they like they appropriated the number one overall pick like just automatically, yeah, even yeah. though they sh- they shared fourteen they 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 shared fourteen percent. With I believe uh, the Cavs and the Suns, and mm-hmm. then I think the Bulls had like the had like twelve and a half percent or something like that. And so the draft lottery has changed. It used to be very front heavy. So if you were the worst team with the worst record, you had twenty five percent of the of the ping pong ball share. Well, now they flatten that out, and and this is what we've seen. We've seen the Grizzlies who had a six percent chance, and the the Pelicans who had a six percent chance. The Knicks had a fourteen percent chance. And then the Lakers had a two percent chance, all sneak into that top four. Um, so I think really what it is is it's. I think what we're going to see is it's going to shake up the way teams kind of tank or try and to position themselves, and also how they value first round picks when they trade them in the future. Because now if I have a two percent chance and I'm the, you know, I'm the Washington Wizards, maybe I don't. You know, I'm, I'm struggling for that seventh or eighth seed. Maybe I don't fully you know, throw my chips in the middle at uh, at uh, trade deadline and give away a twenty twenty two first first-round pick because that actually might come up in the draw now. You know what I mean? That might come up in the top four. So maybe I'm a little bit more reserved with that as
1: well too. Okay, so let me go back to a little bit of a remedial course and catch myself mm-hmm. up. Like, he's trying to get, like, there are a few picks that were just like, all right, if it happens in the top five, then it's a Hawks pick. Like, it was a Kings pick, but if it, like, lands in the top five, then it turns back into a Hawks pick. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, on those, yes. like,
0: yeah, so a lot of so so some picks have cap protect or, or or tiered protection, right? So you can do like a lottery pick that's that's top six uh, protector, top three protected. So if it fell, and then what happens is is then they have conditions on how they roll over for the next year. So for example, I'm trying to think of which one it was for this year. I think it was the Celtics pick. Um, had it been like had they sneaked into which was this the that Celtics picks, I think was the Sacramento Kings pick. Had the Kings like snuck into the top four or five or six, something like that, or even in the top nine, it would have remained a Kings, Kings. pick. Okay, and they would it. have had to roll it over the next. So you year. put
1: like so you you need to value that pick you're trading. You're just like, hey, if this is a fucking jackpot pick, then I always thought yeah. the next year we'll figure it out down the line. Like we we're not going to give up something like this. It makes sense.
0: Yes, exactly, and and. and the the same thing will happen. I think next year Boston owns Memphis's pick, but it's a top six protected pick. So if they, you know, it's in their best interest. Although they can't guarantee it, but it's in their best interest to to tank again or be 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 uh, not as good this year uh, because then they have to give away that pick to the. Uh, the Celtics next year.
1: So, you mentioned kind of the tanking thing and the percentages kind of spread out amongst the teams now to kind of like prevent tanking. Has the NBA solved that? And is the only way to solve tank lessening the number of games?
0: Yeah, I don't know if I, I well, first, I don't think that they'll ever lessen the number of games because the owners control that decision. And there's two different and,
1: things. Sure, like obviously, like the MLB is sure. not going to do it, like the NBA is not going to do it. Uh, just as we hope the NFL doesn't extend the season, because I think the NFL could fall down the same rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. Accidentally, like, going, like, you up it to whatever, 18, 20 games, you're like, shit, like, now some of these are losing value and things locked up. We see it a little bit, not as much anywhere close in the NFL, but we see it in the NBA and Major League Baseball. They're not going to shorten it. Would that be the solve, though? And also, like, I I guess I know there's three question pinnings, and this is the worst habit about you and I on the podcast, but it's also, (laughs) like... Sol- solving that, like if you solve for that, like I think one good point too is like, are we looking at two different seasons? Like does the regular season matter? And I guess that kind of does bleed into it, but it's like, yeah. you know, if, if players are able to rest, you know, like coast a little bit, rest 30%, like 40% of the game, like 40% is probably high, but it's like, are, does kind of for some of these teams, like we saw maybe LeBron James do a little bit, Golden State Warriors may be guilty of it, like not even seeing real their real basketball until postseason, and is that bad for the league? um so it's Jesus, interesting that was like seven things questions. that are, that are yeah. interesting
0: to me right so like i think lessening in games in a vacuum i think would help the everyday day-to-day basketball play that we see but i don't necessarily know if it would t- if it would change the tanking because basically you're just you're just shortening the time in which teams have to pull that trigger right um, and and like I said earlier, I think that the tanking now will be more strategic, right? We're not just gonna we're not just gonna roll out like the Knicks did and go seventeen and sixty, what five or whatever they went, and and just throw out just shitty players, or the way that the Sixers bastardized the the way that the, that the lottery was was set up to begin with. We're gonna see teams that I think ultimately will have a stake in staying competitive because, because of the games and because of the, the arenas that they have to sell out or the concessions that they have to sell out, they, they, they try and put a, a, somewhat halfway decent product out on the court. And, um, and all the implications that happen within, within that, just within just, you know, even just talking about like concessions, people and all the people that work there, like they, they, they have a onus of responsibility with the team there. So, um, how we consume basketball is a different question, too, right? Because for the league to solve a quote unquote tanking issue, they're really just trying to not, they're not, they're, they're trying not to incentivize the really bad teams for, for kind of just throwing, you know, the worst players out on the court and just hoping that you can get the, the best pick overall and get, and get talent that way. They're really trying to make sure that you actually stay competent on the court. And then, um, and then how we watch, you and I, how we watch basketball, I would say that our fandom is actually more spread out. I, I don't think – we. it's not – it's rare that you find guys that are just like, all I watch is just Clippers games. I don't watch any other games. We tend to watch – like you mentioned, you mentioned the Warriors. We, we tend to watch the Stars. And when the stores are Stars are on different teams or in different areas, we'll tend to watch more. And I think that's a little bit in favor for the league and not – they're not concerned about tanking because the NBA fan is not just going to watch. I'm not a, a Pistons fan. I love watching the NBA. I love it watching NBA playoffs. So if the Pistons aren't great, I'll still tune into the marquee matchups. I might not get the league pass to watch all of the Pistons games, but I'll read up and if they're on national television, I'll watch them. You know, and I think it's I think it's a changing way of how we view sports in general and how we view basketball in general. So I don't know if tanking doesn't necessarily. The the way we consume it, I don't think is going to impact the way that they decide on how to structure how players get onto
1: teams. Yes, that's right. Okay, and not to get too deep down this rabbit hole, but I am also uh, I'm kind of wondering it's well, uh, Milwaukee Bucks are playing the Golden State Warriors. They're going to give each other the best, even if it's like a regular day's game, or it's probably happening on Christmas or whatever. But it's like when I tune into like a Golden State Warriors playing like the Phoenix Suns, like. I'm not sure it's just like, is Golden State wrestling somebody? Do they give a shit? Is this right. like, you know, the third game in like a three-game road series, so they're like intentionally just kind of like dogging it? Like, I there's too much to even keep up with that. Like, when I know the avid NBA watchers just like, oh yeah, this is this is probably when they take their break. And I, I just, I don't like that about a regular season where like, I have to be so tuned in to like, no, it's just like, oh, they don't give a shit about this game. They're like kind of just throwing it away.
0: Yeah, and, that, and I see that point. That makes that's a great point for lessening the the, the season because there. Yeah, if you have back to if you're playing your fifth game in seven days, and you know, Clay Thompson's got a, a bit of a tweaked ankle. If this is the playoffs, he'd go, but we're gonna sit him tonight. And yeah. you, as the, the the casual fan or or just the hey, I'm I I want to see my team play, you don't necessarily know what you're gonna get, and that's that's the shame of when you buy. Tickets for your team trying to see those other teams. It's just it would stink of like well this is my time to see LeBron, but Le- LeBron they 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 shut him down for the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, I think I think from sh- that standpoint to sell tickets that'll help that. But how now there's so many different outlets to watch basketball. I think they're at a real kind of crossing point. Right, they're a real real fork in the road as to well, where do we want to go? Do we want to make it more online where you can just. You, you buy the package, you buy like NFL League Pass or, or NBA League Pass, and you can just consume as many games as you want. So, if you know that this is there, you can flip back, and you don't have to actually go and spend the money to go see them in person. Um, I don't know it's it's an interesting it's an interesting question that the league has to figure out, but I think they're in a good position because the league is at more, is filled with stars more than it ever has been back in the '80s and '90s.
1: All right, so we've got three months to figure it out. There's plenty of MAB fixes in this fucking summertime sure. where we're not going to sure. be talking about baseball or soccer. So we'll definitely put our little think tank to that. Real fast, let's talk about uh, what we all came here to talk about. So they did draw straws. We have the New Orleans Pelicans who had a very high-profile headline over the last couple yeah. months going into the postseason about you know their star player maybe leaving ship, couldn't quite pull it off, uh, didn't really keep it under wraps maybe intentional maybe non-intentional. and now we have you know one of the most exciting prospect uh prospects i would say top 5 in the last 20 years coming into the league and uh yeah. it's an obvious draft position for them how's this going to shake out man See this is this is the most intriguing thing of the
0: the offseason i don't yeah. know how it's going to shake out i have ideas are you, are you are you, are are you trying to make at.
1: it are you trying to make it sexy or do you really like you see like kind of three different actual scenarios that could go down
0: I i see four actual smiles. oh could, hit me brother all. i could i mean you could you could do the you could do the okay let's play you want to play scenario games let's, sure we can there, there's four scenarios there's um scenario one which is the pelicans
1: really trying okay don't blow zion. through them. okay yeah so do this do this go through one at a time i want to hear it, brother and i'll try one at a time yeah yeah don't okay, give us all one four at a time okay so so there's zion
0: staying with the pelicans And David Griffin, the new general manager, um, who actually just hired a new assistant today, Trajan Langdon, uh, as his GM, they're going to try and do a a huge sell job. They've already kind of started from the the time that they won the pick in keeping Zion Williamson with AD, selling AD on this, pairing him with Drew Holiday, uh, who is a a wing guy, and then finding because they'll they'll have. Uh, essentially, twenty-four million dollars in salary cap. If Julius Randle opts out of his nine million-dollar player option, they'll waive Solomon Hill and stretch out his contract. That'll give him twenty-four million dollars. And so, you—if I'm David Griffin, I'm trying to sell you AD Anthony Davis on Zion, on Drew Holiday, on free agent player X that we we're going to get in the in the uh, in free agency. And guess what? Now we're not a bottom feeder. Yeah, we're now actually like. We're a forty-win team. We're playoff. We're making the playoffs, and also yeah. too. Let's talk about Golden State again. I'm this. If I'm David Griffin talking to AD, let's talk about Golden State. KD may or may not go somewhere. He probably will. And 100%. that Golden Golden State run is, you know, they might be still a two, a, a top one or two or three seed in the West. Sure. But they're trending down. Yeah. Houston's got to figure it out. The Clippers are out there, but you know what? We could really make an ascension in this league. And you've got what I would say. How I would say to AD, you've got basically what you've got in Zion Williamson, and I think this will be an interesting comp for him, is you've got a less volatile, more offensive-oriented Draymond Green, right? Somebody who's 6 7 who's got longish arms, can actually help in you in the post because Anthony Davis doesn't like to play against centers. He wants to be in that mid-high post range like LaMarcus Alridge or floating around at the three-point line, but he doesn't want to bang bodies against the the uh, the, the Nurkic's and 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 Jokic's of uh, the Western Conference yeah leave that to the leave that to the twenty one year old kid the nineteen year old kid let yeah. him do that he's six eight two eighty 280, two eighty five or six seven two eighty five
1: I, I I love this scenario and one of the notes I sent you is that like uh, and maybe you're gonna get into this in your other scenario it's just like maybe so. I'll, I'll wait for the other one of the so I saw sure. I do like this Zion can dribble in the open court I, I love it I love that like they pair them together they get like uh whatever free agent to really help them out and yeah. you know we're I mean we're talking like succeed at worst I mean I really think there's an honest like I think they hang some wins really quick together yeah. and also like I, I weirdly think like Anthony Davis's attitude I think he's we talked about this I I think he's a good dude. I think he's getting forced down a little bit. this Dwight Howard, like, training. He's going to, like, come off like that, and I don't think he's that guy. I think it's just what he needs, and I don't think he's worried really about resetting his brand. I think he got some bad advice. I think some people told him some things they didn't execute, they couldn't execute on or overpromise. And I think, like, the bounce back would be, like, this kid comes in. Zion's attitude's great, from what I've seen. It's just, like, he comes back in, and they're just, like, let's have fun and win basketball games. And it's just, like, I, I definitely can picture that happening.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing is, is – and, and the ultimate trump card that David Griffin has is he says to him, he's like, look, just play. Just play. If if you're not happy 25 games in or 10 games in or whatever that number is that Anthony Davis feels comfortable, I'll trade you. I, I'll trade you. I still have February. All the same deals I think for the most part will be out there for him. So, so, so that's the ultimate like, hey, just – this is – I'm trying to make this as soft of a landing for AD with as few hangups in this process to make him to say yes. And it's like, the ultimate thing is, is like, you can go in, I'll trade you if you're not happy in February.
1: Okay, and so update us right now, like, New Orleans Brass, they have, they want to win, right? Like, they want to put together a championship team.
0: They do. I think they do. I mean, they're, they're owned by the the Benson family who owns the Saints. They have been a little bit of the redheaded stepchild in, Nor- in New Orleans, in New Orleans. Um, and then I think that all goes into it, too. It's like, look, you kind of had if I'm talking to Anthony Davis, like you had a little bit of a tumultuous run in, in New Orleans here this last year trying to force your way out. But guess what? Now we have all sorts of – can you imagine the goodwill if he said that he's going to come back and play with Zion? They sold 3,000 season ticket or season tickets the day that they got the number one pick. Now, can you imagine if you say you're coming back, you're going to pair it up with that. It's going to be lights out, man. It's We're no longer going to be just whatever when we're not watching Saints games. We're going to be a little bit of an Anthony Davis town.
1: Yeah, okay. So uh, just take me through these scenarios so and we get through all of them. We are really yeah. – extending our elbows, taking up all the room we can in this rip from the headlines, but I love it, yep. brother. All right. I love it. Uh, give me what you got for your number two scenario. So we've got, uh, so obviously we talked about the
0: Knicks there, right? They, they were hoping for that. Yep. They're really trying to pair Zion with, uh, with potentially KD, maybe a point guard, Kyrie, maybe Kemba Walker. Uh, so now what, what do they do? They've got, the, the draft, for those that aren't paying attention, it's, it's basically a three-player draft. It's Zion Williamson, the Memphis Grizzlies got the second pick. They said John Morant's our guy. Uh, and then the third pick kind of leaves it up for R.J. Barrett, another teammate of Duke. So here's what the Knicks can do. The Knicks can offer number three, um, which is most likely going to be R.J. Barrett, who Zion Williamson has a good relationship with at Duke, uh, for Anthony Davis, along with... Uh, Mitchell Robinson, who was a center that they played, who showed some rim running and and, uh, defensive protection, uh, rebounding. And he's also a Louisiana native. You've got Kevin Knox, who's a rookie out of Kentucky last year. I know the advanced metric guys don't really like Kevin Knox, but he's a valuable asset. He was like a top 20 pick. And then you've got all those Dallas picks that you had um in 2021 and 2023 i believe that are uh they have some protections on them but they're out there from the christos porzingis so then what you do is you trade all that for anthony davis you hope that you can get kd and maybe one other you know i don't don't know about max level free agent but you get another free agent um and then you've got this triumphant in new york
1: so we're looking at uh, trading the number three for a team that we know is going to take Zion, right? And going back to the Knicks, because we all look like like you know I'm pro. I mentioned the podcast. I think I invented it. Like everyone's jumping on board that Kevin <laughs> Durant is going to the Knicks. Right. We all know that, and we also know there's a really good chance that Kyrie Irving's going to the Knicks. Like I, I mean, this scenario is just kind of locked me in my brain. So I want I want to I want to challenge you. Does the scenario, scenario that I think happens still possible with what you just laid out? Can it be a Kyrie Irving, a Kevin Durant, and an Anthony Davis? It would take a lot to get yeah, there. Yeah, that sounds. It would nice. take a lot
0: to get there because I don't know how all the money works. Um, yeah, I do have I do have an idea about one dark horse that I do exactly know how the money works. I can Ooh. tell you about that later. We're gonna save it. We're gonna save it. And then. Uh, so yeah, so it, it'll be that's tough. These deals, deals like this, these mega deals, are very tough for it to get going. It's gonna you're gonna have to thread a very interesting needle if, if you're the Knicks too to give up all these assets because the draft's on June 20th, and then free agent free agency starts at 6 p.m. on June 30th. So basically, you've got. Nine, nine and a half days, 10 days to get all these ducks lined up and to really know that Kevin Durant is coming basically through intermediaries because you can't really have conversations with it yeah. and really kind of yeah, la- whatever, lay this sure. out. If I'm going to dump all these assets out there, I want to know that I'm guaranteeing you know, getting back an AD with the way that his deal structure, I want to know that I've got the guys lined up that he's going to sign longer term than just his year and a half or, or you know two years that he has left.
1: He's funny thing. it's just like, Zion's like, why the fuck am I coming here? Like, if I come here and you trade away all your assets or you can't hold on to your assets, it, am I just in a ticking time bomb? Like, why, why yeah. do I want to spend time in New Orleans?
0: Right. And that's, and that's the other thing, too, is, is people have speculated that maybe Zion goes back to college or goes, plays international in, in Europe and goes cashes in a payday. But the fact of the matter is, is the, the, the Pelicans will own his rights, his draft rights, for four years. Okay. And, and and that will that will put a kibosh on that. Now he could force it out, he could maybe sit out a year and then come back to the table and say, hey, trade me off. Or what they can say is they can do the sell job and say, look, like you, we, we, fought, we we were lucky enough to, to have this pick Zion to have this. You know this is, everyone is aware of what Anthony Davis did. He he didn't want to be here because he worked he is, his agent's at clutch. He wants to go to LA Lakers and get paired up and this is more of a LeBron thing. But here's the deal we're doing this because we're committed to you. We're trading for RJ Barrett because we know you're, he's a good, you know, close friend of yours. You guys played well at Duke and we're going to run this back. This will be your team. We're going to build around you and we're going to build up talent around you. And and we've got 24 million to spend. We're going to bring some guys in there, some veteran guys to help you. So it's not like we're going to sit there and just say, Hey, we're just, trading away everything we're we're trading away an asset that doesn't want to be here and we're trying to maximize the value for it to help you zion williams yeah i guess
1: a little bit like let's give the guy his day in the sun like it's just starting so that makes sense like walking it back because to me it's just like new orleans like had their shot and you know it's a little personality but it's just like yeah yeah you have like you know uh what whatever top 10 i i've been third around top 10 top 20s a lot a lot of this right. podcast but it's just like top nine, you know, top, seven, nine, nine, nine 10, top seven like top 7.5 like top eight to and z i uh, just probably like put a top you know 10 draft pick in the last whatever 10 years or whatever they don't want to play there and you didn't build shit around them and they had a big public like not falling out but trying to move it to work out and that's that's a little embarrassing that's just like a little a little stain at like an inopportune time when maybe you have one of the top three drafts in the last 20 years
0: yeah and I and I, and I think they say to, to Zion cuz David Griffin wasn't there when they did that. And what they did the reason why it failed for Anthony Davis in New Orleans is they rushed it. They try to get all they try to spend all this money. They spent 44 million dollars on Solomon Hill who had an average season in, at the for the Pacers. So they rushed it. They trying to get all these people here versus now what David Griffin can say to Zion is, is we're not going to rush it. I mean, you've seen what the Sixers are. They they, they ascended upward very quickly through assets. We're going to build assets around you and RJ Barrett, and we'll have assets next year. And we're going to make you the centerpiece. Of, by the way, have you tried a beignet in in New Orleans? It's fucking amazing, mm. Zion. Like, mm. we're going to sell you on this. This is going to be all you, baby. This is, New Orleans will be your town the way Anthony <laughs> Davis never could make. I mean, see, I should be an agent. Though. Look oh, how how awesome. I talk how I talk shit out of both of my mouths. Oh, on that's this
1: perfect. One. Have you ever Chicago style hot dog? come play for the bulls <laughs> all right got come for that for uh um, I mean, we are like really three, we, swimming we're, we're there really we go. Got to yeah, go yeah we gotta go
0: so the lakers everyone knows the lakers um sure they've got the, the number four pick which is drops off so the lakers have to sell the value in that four pick and the pelicans have to see the value in that pick uh, kyle kuzma brandon ingram lonzo ball yeah 2020 first, uh 2021 first round something like that they're gonna have to throw some picks now People kind of speculate that that might be a little bit more exciting of an offer. But Gail Benson has basically said, I'm not trading Anthony Davis to the to the Lakers. I don't give a shit what you guys think or what you want to do. I'm not trading the Lakers. I didn't like how it went down. So I will enter into my dark horse. Ooh. I love this. I came to me. I haven't heard anyone really talking about it. Kind of speculating a little bit out there. But I can tell you how it's really going to work. Anthony Davis wants to go to L.A., right? Yes, that is correct. Right. I'll get you to L.A., Anthony oh. Davis, but it's not going to be the Lakers. Via it's going to be the Clippers. <laughs> it's going to be the Clippers. Because no, I
1: know it. you ain't talking about the fucking Dodgers. All right, come <laughs> <that. laughs> Right. So you're,
0: you could throw seven innings. Um, here's how you get to it. Now, it's going to be a little painful. So,
1: okay, here's what I disagree with. Okay, I want to hear it and get me to it real fast. I just, yeah. like what people are, I think you're just talking about, like, uh, Kawhi coming to the Clippers, like, yeah, I, I guess I draw a line, like, and maybe I need to be updated. Like, there's a difference to me about just like wanting to go to a city, like I don't give a shit what team I play for, and not thinking like long term. And I'm not saying the Clippers aren't a long term solution for whatever plan is going down, but right now there is a very like, um, you know. Number one player in the league over the last fifteen years, uh still obviously up in the top three right now. Why would you not go to that team, especially when they're trying to make a move for you? Because
0: well, because ownership is questionable with the bus family. Uh LeBron is thirty three heading into thirty four. They don't have a lot of assets to go around you with that, so it's a much it's a much more difficult um team to go to, even though it is LeBron James. But with the Clippers, they have $60 million in cap space heading into this year. And if I'm, uh, if I'm trying to buy Anthony Davis or trade for Anthony Davis, I'm also selling Anthony Davis and the Clippers and saying, look, as far as we've seen it in this NBA playoffs, we're the ones that punched the Golden State Warriors, a full up to strength Golden State Warriors, in the mouth, took them 4-2. Yeah. So, so we've got some pieces here. So here's here's what I'm gonna here's what I'm gonna give you. Uh, Anthony Davis makes twenty seven million dollars this this coming next year. So I have Danilo, uh, Danilo Gallinari. Their small forward averaged about twenty points a game during the season. He makes about twenty two and a half million dollars. Maybe he makes twenty three million. Now. Anyways, then you've got a rookie. And that's only in one year. He's got one year left. Then you've got rookie Shea Gilius Alexander out of Kentucky, who they really liked, did really well in the playoffs. So here's an asset. And then we also have the 2021 heat pick, which the heater are a mess salary cap wise. And that's a lottery pick. And that's unprotected. And this is very valuable because it's a future asset. And then I would say, Take whatever pick else you want on there. So I'm going to give you an asset, a, vet, a veteran player, in a small forward who can space the floor, who can help you with Zion Williams and, and Drew Holiday, and a pass-first point guard in Shea Gillius and Alexander who can defend, who's long, and can help you out there. So not only are you going to be relevant today because you can still play today with those guys, and you can be you know a, a, to a lesser extent the Clippers version in in, in New Orleans, and I'm going to have Montrezl Harrell and Lou Williams, and I'm going to have $60 million in cap space and Anthony Davis. Kawhi Leonard's almost out there, and guess what? We're loading up with – we're probably bringing Patrick Beverly back, and we're bringing a couple other veteran guys in here. This is the best offer that – this is the best position for Anthony Davis, and I think actually it might be a sexy offer for the Grizzlies to build around, because Shea Gilius Alexander is an up and coming rookie, he will be an All Star, and you've you've got him young on a young deal. I like him better than RJ Barrett, and you can pair him with a 27 or 28 year old Drew Holiday and a 19 year old Zion Williamson and a Danilo Gallinari who can space, who's a veteran who plays well. You're competing maybe for the eighth spot, but you're building talent. And if you decide to bring him back, but Guess what? Then you move that number off your books. If you're the Grizz in 2021, you get 24 or 23 million dollars in cap space a year earlier than Anthony Davis. Man, this is this is. I I I looked at this. This to me makes the
1: most sense uh, for both sides. Is this your wild card? This is, you're not fucking around on this one, bro. I'm not. I'm not. Oh, this is uh. This is, okay. So my my uh, first walking into it, I would be like. My only point of contention that kind of leaves me hanging up isn't part of what makes the Clippers special is they don't want to fuck with the magic they have. Like they kind of like came out of nowhere with what they have going. They finally like, you know, they were, they were built around trying to make that long run on Lob City and could never quite get deep enough. And now there's just kind of this new special vibe that's going on. And do you think like, you know, bringing in like a superstar, like a top 10 kind of throws that off? Or are they worried about that or they don't give a shit?
0: Well, I think they have to be. I mean, it's a star-driven league, so they have to bring in somebody. They have to bring somebody in to bring them over. So keep the core to whatever extent that core is. And I would say Patrick Beverly is there. I would say uh, Lou Williams and Montrezl Harrell are part of that uh, part of that heart and that core. Danilo Gallinari is a great player. He's a very good player, um, but his for his salary and what he does. There's a lot of guys out there that can do that, and then if I can, you know, if if the if the Raptors get swept, and it looks like that that probably could be the direction that it's going to go, then I think Kyrie's time or Kawhi's time in Toronto is done, and I think he's going to go. You know what? If this is all moving here over to Lakers or over to the Clippers, where I want to go. This is this is the best destination for me. I already want to go there. I already bit, built like a thirteen million dollar house in San Diego. I'm coming back,
1: brother. Can we do this? I, I don't. Can we give an entire pod to a rift? Like we have to do Nia. We've been doing yes, NIA for, we have do we have, for over a year. <laughs> it's been insane. This move, like, the program's going to get shat on a little bit, and it'll fly through that. But we're going to give it the attention it needs. <laughs> I Our, told
0: you I could go long in this. I Bobby. know, but I
1: love it. I, I love everything. Like, you keep pulling me in. What's the number four uh, scenario? Number four scenario
0: uh, is Celtics. Uh, oops! I Ooh, my paper here because I didn't think we we're gonna Celtics. Um, I'm not gonna tell you
1: if you tell me you got four or something. I'm gonna do all four. If you said I have a I, I bigger gotcha. dozen, well, I, we're doing I, thirteen. I, I gave my, what do you I got, gave brother?
0: My big, my big dark horse early. Now it feels. Uh, basically <laughs> sure, I mean, Celtics yeah, got...
1: <laughs> yeah. You you stepped you stepped on the lead. What are you going to do? I can't help you from that. Like that's why I'm yeah. the host. You're the talent. What do you got?
0: The number, the number four scenario is the Celtics, and this is, this is I think, a low probability because they don't know if they're going to be able to, re- to sign AD. But they can trade uh, Jason Tatum, uh, the Memphis pick, which is top six per- uh, protected. They've got 14, 21, and 22 in this draft. They probably would have to give all- also Jalen Brown up and then hope that Horford signs back and then Kyrie comes back, opts back in, and then they can try and comp... Talking back in, it. and I don't think that's gonna happen.
1: Yeah, Kyrie's die. Kyrie's back on Boston. Uh, real fast, uh, give me where you have Anthony Davis next year, where you have Zion, and where the Pelicans are in the playoff picture going into this time next year. This
0: time next year, well, the first ooh. round,
1: like three weeks earlier.
0: Three weeks, earlier. okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I have – I'm going to go with my Clippers scenario, and I'm going to say <laughs> – "Go, all they, in. I I'm going to go – I'm going to – Galinari, they're going to – the Pelicans, Zion's going to be on there uh, with the Pelicans – they're gonna be fighting and scratching and clawing for that eighth pick, but they're not gonna get there. And then uh and AD's gonna be loving it up in, in Los Angeles with Steve Ballmer and uh Doc and uh all those uh, Tom Fleming out there. It's going to be going
1: oh, Tom is gobbling up this episode. What did it tip you have by Uh all right, that is uh really well broken down. Uh right real fast, I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna say Anthony Davis stays in New Orleans. I'm gonna say Zion's there also. I'm gonna put him in the sixth seed and see if they can do a little damage. Zion's for season playoffs that
0: that's my that's my second most favorite thing because i i would love to see I it's, the good, two for the league. To it's good for the
1: league all right uh we're <laughs> running out of fucking time really spread our wings in that base to the jam so let's leave it alone because we can't see eye to eye. New well, I knew, motherfucker. What started out ranking some fucking ice cream flavors has turned into... Well, let's just say all the rage. People are watching NBA playoffs <laughs> and they're also listening to the Neapolitan showdown. This week we're talking about, based on my uh, little just little rant last week, uh, worst things about hotels. Uh, I will take it... I'll take the ball out real fast. I'm just going to do exactly what I said and I'll try to keep it short, but it drives me nuts. It's just the key reset. Like the fact that a cell phone yep. can reset your keys everyone says that even if it's not i don't even know if it's really true like you come down and they're just like oh do you leave it next to your cell phone and they just kind of stink iu you all that travel up the all the travel down they're just like you should know better but it's just like motherfucker. like i put where do you put your key bro like do you have do you have set pockets do you have like you're like a like a left pocket keys right pocket wallet back pocket cell phone like what what's your scenario what's your setup pocket wise
0: never put the back the pocket uh, the phone in my back pocket because i'm not a chick That's a total chick move. Chicks do that. I ran
1: out of pockets. I know. Sometimes when I'm doing, when I'm sanding, when I'm sanding for experience, (laughs) I'll (laughs) drop it down there real fast.
0: No, uh, wallet in the front pocket and cell phone in the front pocket and usually the oh you in are a wallet front
1: i was wondering i actually i was gonna put you you're a little bit more like an old timey like a man's man so i was gonna put you with like the uh the trifold like the like the three fold over fat oh, wallet no. with too I have many a, receipts I
0: have, a I have a like a money clip and like uh i just said wallet just for for yeah. easy sake but yeah i have a i have like a bill fold like a money clip when and, and like things for my cards
1: yeah yeah like the little the little uh little little fold over it's a little two fold Where's yeah, exactly. Almost yeah, a, yeah. You you know.
0: okay. So, and then, uh, and then, um, but yeah. So usually, I try and usually what I do is I try and realize where I'm putting all that stuff. Sure. And then I try and grab the key last and put it in an opposite pocket, right? Like, or, or, you know, I, I you know, I'm going to leave my keys here. I'm not. I'm at a hotel. Where I don't need my keys here. So leave my keys here. Put my phone in, in that and, and bunch it up with my with my little uh, money clip, and I'll put it in the other pocket. Or maybe I'll go maybe I'll go risque and put it in the back pocket. I don't know.
1: See, that's where it gets weird. Like that's what and I think Adam Carolla talks about this a little bit. Like listening to his podcast is like habit habitual activity is where you kind of defeat losing shit. Yeah. so yep. it's just like you have to have and that's why I'm trying to bring in because I'm, I'm tired I'm really tired of going up to the fucking 7th floor coming back down get my key reset like it's driving me batshit crazy <laughs> so I'm really trying to do like putting the credit card key uh, sometimes like if I'm wearing like a breast pocket shirt like I like to put it up there like it has a button yeah. on it so it stays in or like your billfold because it sounds like we have the same thing like I have a fold over with like a little magnetic billfold and I like to yep. put it like in that money clip portion like just put yep. the key right there Cause that's jackpot. But won't
0: that won't the magnet though? Or see, mine's magnetic. Yours is just a clip. No,
1: mine's though. magnetic also. I don't know what the fuck. Are our cel- are our cell phones magnetic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're magnetic. Why? Well, they, I well, can't they, hang they on the fridge. A, a thing. Yeah, I don't like. I get Put it, it reset. The- it sticks to your head. Does <laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. I still don't understand these fucking keys. How they reset? What's your number like, three, brother? What do you got? <laughs>
0: we're like insane clown Posse we're like we don't understand how magic I were. don't oh, oh, I oh,
1: don't get how, it I don't I know I'm annoyed I know it, we should be better like let's just we go should. back to old school keys like just give me a key and a ring and I'll bring it up and unlock a door yes exactly
0: um that's very good and you've gone into it and then it pains all of us sure another area that pains me is is uh going into the hotel room bathroom the whole shower situation the towels I'm not mm-hmm. a big fan of this I'm not a big fan of the configuration of hot, cold, the height of the shower, the p- water pressure, it's all all a bit of a nightmare. And I'm not a big, yeah. like, shower guy. I don't need, sure. like, you know, 30 minutes in the shower. But that, for me, is, like, that's how you start your morning off. You know, for me, I like a little, like, you know, rounding up and... Uh, getting some water on my face go you're shaking your head already oh, yeah, you know, no no, theater, I,
1: like, no no you see you sound high maintenance like i like this i like uh i like new showers so, in a hotel room. i like to be clean b yeah, I know, me too I, i'm not, not saying I'm not sure. i feel I'm,
0: like you're i'm not gonna go there I'm not oh gonna you, you know want to go there. There. you're tempted
1: you're <laughs> tempted you're tempted it was one trip in mexico everyone fucking relax right it was i uh it's an adventure figuring out how the shower works like and sometimes you know it's a little bit of a lottery too sometimes you get you don't realize the actual amount of hot water left is going through the entire hotel room and if you get up at like 10 30 like it's all over like you dance your dance yep. like it's all used up you're over or sometimes you get like a really high pressure shower that's directly overhead that feels like you're in some like amazing waterfall and you're just like holy shit this is a jackpot i like tossing that dice a little bit
0: yeah well when you're in a nice hotel like uh, like that's where it really steps up a notch, right? Yeah. You're, oh, you're-
1: that's where you can tell the difference. Yeah. Drop me off in the middle of anywhere. Like, send me to the bathroom. You're just like, oh shit. Okay. So budget is tight. Copy that. <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> but also too, like the whole the whole towel situation. Like, there, I'm not a, I'm not high maintenance. I'm not a germaphobe. Sure. But looking at that and like realizing that um, the new kind of rule universally is like, oh, if you use it, throw it on the floor. Well, I'm always worrying about like the. The executive decisions that are being made for, eh, this and isn't that that? That's not that dirty. That's okay, that yeah, clean. that's
1: a great point. So I'm going to let that lead me into my number two, which Ooh. is, what's the score on all these sheets and towels? Like, is somewhere else like thrown on the floor? They're done. Like, do we replace these sheets? Do we replace the under sheet each time there's a new guest? Do we not? Do we like kind of pull this? Like, they all are kind of white and folded, but it's like I, I just it's it's putting a lot of trust in a stranger, where it's just like. Hey, I need this room reset like it was a crime scene. Like I need yes. you to bleach everything. I need it like spray it. I need it clean. And yeah. I, I can't imagine at all the hotels that I've stayed at that that's been 100% batting average that I'm walking into.
0: No, fuck that. There's yeah. there are times. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sure the times. the maids walk in and they're like, this bit hasn't been touched. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, Let's just enough. roll it back. Let's get it. Let's just roll yeah. back. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's and like, she's got to get out
1: early or something. Like something's going on. Want to get an early lunch break? And it's just like, what if we just peel these up and we just fold it down and like pull it? It's just it's a lot of power to put in someone else's hands that I've never met.
0: And exactly. And I don't trust them. I don't. That's really what sure? it is. So I don't. I don't trust the hotel Getting staff yeah. at all, really. And why should they? they haven't given me any reason to, to to If you've hey, no members out there. If you've if you've worked at a hotel, I know well, we know the Master hmm. of uh, all emails has worked out. That's right. I'd like, a, I'd like a real breakdown of what goes on with, the, with these sheets and how often they change them and how, like, what's a quality check on this? Who's really checking if those sheets got changed?
1: So, Baker, send so us we- an email at Podcast at gmail.com, as you always do, and you guys do also. I, we really do want to know any kind of behind-the-scenes information we can get about this hotel game because it seems very – that a lot of checks and balances. And it seems very trusted. It's kind of getting off on the McDonald's tip, where it's just like yeah. we're an institution. We just kind of do our thing, and it's just like I can answer a few more questions. Like right. you're doing, like a lot of volume, a lot of shit's going through, and it's just kind of keep moving forward. And it's just like can we need a couple more answers about just how this shakes down. Right, right, yes. Can we? Can and we? Can we also invent better sheets?
0: Right. That like I know like our are, are, that don't contain germs. Mm. Can we work on this science? Like we can go to the moon, but we can't. We can't have one that's like like non. You know. That doesn't absorb sweat and all this other stuff. Let's get it. Let's get, let's figure this out. I really,
1: I kind of, I kind of like hotel sheets. Like uh, they're just kind of crispy and they're like, they're a little brittle, Crispy, but yeah, yeah. crunchy. They smell like someone else. I like them. I do like, I, it just kind of, to me, it feels like, I don't know if a sheet's really broken in, that's a red flag to me. It's just like, holy shit. It feels like, like someone slept on this sheet like 700 times. Except like yeah, yeah, the Chris, you're looking
0: kinda, for starch. Yeah, kind of get, get
1: the new feel. All right, brother, what's your number two? What do you got? My number two,
0: uh, I'm gonna go with everyone uh, not handling their shit in the hallways, <laughs> slamming doors, <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, oh my making God. fucking noises, oh my God, that's around. right. Like, yeah. look, I'm a light sleeper. Sure, I've I do not in the fucking door just slamming it close, and they've got the little hydraulic thing to close them. They're heavy doors because they're fire rated for like an hour or two. Yeah. And then you've got assholes that are just having like full board conversations in the hallway, talking on their cell phone on speaker mode down the hallway. Just everyone chill the fuck out. Realize that basically you're in a big bedroom hallway. Doesn't matter what time of day it is, keep your shit tight until you get to the elevator. That's right. Down got, on the main yeah, floor. Yeah, it kind
1: of gives you like a little bit of like a dorm flashback where you just. Do you stay in the dorm, brother? Yeah, bro. Yeah, it gives you, like, a little bit of just, like, oh, these people don't give a fuck. But then also you're just, like, oh, you're, like, grown adults staying here. And that's that's always an overlook on mine. Like, if we're traveling back to, like, L.A. or something, we're just going to book hotels. like, we don't have to get nuts. We can stay in a no- neighborhood. Like, this, it looks fine. It's not to be crazy. But, like, you stay at airport hotels or something, you're just, like, you can't control, like, you know, that one thirty a.m. bachelorette party that comes, like, pounding through, like, the third right. floor. And it's just, like... Guys, it's fucking like I mean congratulations, but you guys got to shut the fuck up or like bring right. it inside, but it's also like bringing it inside ain't always to solve also. Cuz sometimes you're dealing with like those thin walls, you're just like, "Oh yeah, that's right. Like this is worth saving 40 fucking dollars. Like I can literally, It feels like I'm in the fucking room."
0: Yeah, exactly. Yes. And and yeah, exactly. And cranking up the the TV, leaving the TV on when you're not there, like let's get it together. Have yeah. some decorum people. It's basically it's it's a it's adult
1: Oh, my God, you're going to be fired up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, shut the fucking TV off. Like, oh, yeah, I just, exactly. like, you shouldn't be listening to Family Guy that loud. All right, I will go <laughs> to my number one. I like that you're not great. Are just going to wait for one big grade? I, well, because I, I, think, I think we're getting there because it's almost like this Neapolitan Showdown is like a hotel stay itself. So I'm going to grade yep. us on a checkout. We're going to see what we get on a <laughs> checkout <laughs> this Neapolitan Showdown. Uh, I'm going to do so I, you know me brother i don't like i don't like greed in companies and i don't like greed in industries yep and this check-in versus checkout time is straight fucking oh never won that's why i never won oh my god but is this a fucking dead heat we've only had one of the dead heat right we've had a dead heat well you do a dead, dead, heat. dead heat but we've tied have we tied before this is straight. i don't know
0: Maybe we should let the audience decide and write us back okay, yeah okay,
1: so you guys vote us uh, it may be sports at gmail We're definitely going to cover this, and maybe if i uh, I don't know we should do some over under we're gonna we'll break this tie during the week, we'll post it on Instagram, shoot us some yep. message, we'll figure out how to do it. I don't know, I've had a rap party a uh, little tipsy, so my brain can't figure out how to break this up
0: <laughs> that's all right, bro <laughs> I mean, but you it's also playing, like bro.
1: like uh, you so you gotta check out right. like. 10 30 or 11, you gotta get the fuck out of there. It's like, yeah, yeah. you okay, gotta move it. Okay, or get we're out. Gonna, or got we're gonna it. ding you. Got it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't wanna pay more. And then you can't get me back in that room until like three, four hours later. Like, I gotta show up at 3 p.m. So I fly into your city, like, whatever. I got business there. I'm on vacation. But I gotta, like, I, give a, I gotta wander around town until like two o'clock in the afternoon until I get my hotel room. Cause you want an extra night's stay? It's fucked up.
0: And it's, we got to make all this time between check out and then check in because we got to get
1: enough time for the hotel staff not to change your sheets. <laughs> <in> <laughs> yeah, your exactly. We change sheets. We're not changed. Don't, don't hide behind the guys. We're changing all the sheets on right. every fucking floor. Like the Bullshit. Poor
0: yes. It used to be like I felt like it was like 1 o'clock. I was like, oh, this is a very civil check-in time yeah. I can come in. And now I can come in, and now I've got to to
1: 3. Yeah, That's like exactly. Yeah, so
0: 4, and I'm like, do I
1: have to four. pay
0: for this the day's always, day? The
1: sun's going fucking down, guys. Right. The sun's going right.
0: down. Right. right. I'm just – and what do I got to do? I got to hang out for – can I drop my bags off at your, at your coat check most, most people just leave
1: them here? Most people do that. I don't like that. Yeah, it's it
0: good. It's convenient, but I, I don't know. There's a little little fear. Something something something's
1: just not right about it. It's just like one of these things where it's kind of like the base fare for taxis, or like everyone just kind of got in cahoots and they're just like, "This is what we're doing." Everybody's right. like, "Perfect, let's do that." And right, there's right. no like, "Start giving me the hotel." That's just like, "Come check in at noon." It's just like, "Boom, you got my business."
0: Yes. Yeah. Exactly. If they yeah, there's got to be some like. I was just gonna say, there's gotta be some like Uber version of of hotels that can get you in. Oh, it's called Airbnb. That's what it is. <laughs> You're like uh, five, some five five place com. you okay, check yeah.
1: in. Ah, oh, that's what it is. It is. Uh, all right, guys. Well, we have a tie. I think our second official tie, but we're gonna let you break it. Send us an email. It may be sportspodcast at gmail dot com, and you can make it super simple. You can send us a question and answer, or you can just say point to Brandana or point to most <laughs> awesome and oh, we will oh, Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. We just gonna <laughs> yeah. leave it at that. Yeah, nah, just leave it at that. Uh bro, do we got time to we're going to jump into it may be day night. We're going to break down the program in like 7 minutes here. No, I can't we can't do this I don't in think 7 this. minutes. I don't, I don't think
0: I don't we do think it. we can. I don't think it's fair to the program. The
1: I don't program. think it's fair. Wait, the program to... like our podcast or the program program? the program, program program and our yes. podcast yeah, too yeah.
0: because it's so juicy and we've got and, and you know what we spent a good long time on this it feels like a very rushed episode but we we, we talked a lot about the draft i'm very think, happy about this I
1: think was, okay so i want to oh, so let's end it. we have seven minutes i'm very happy uh we'll go on the mvp of the week but since we're gonna do it like this like very like good anytime we get rich sports talk in it uh we'll hit some brand in the gambling corner next week but we definitely want to take it where it happens uh where does Kyrie irving end up next year Ooh, interesting question. Yeah, we got we have four minutes. Let's talk We've about it. We've got four minutes, yeah. I think, I think the Knicks are very
0: much in play. Yes. Obviously, everyone's speculating that with Kai. Well, he's got, uh, he's with, got a uh, court. Katie. He's
1: courting. Like, I, I want to go back to the All-Star thing. Have you seen any more evidence since that? Isn't he courting like, Kevin Durant a little bit? And I think he's he's enough of a num- number two guy. Shows he can't be a number one. Not really a leader. Right. Seems a little not interested in being a leader. Like, his, his, his mouth speak doesn't quite work watch his work speak like you know like kind of like the uh out of the kid in high school that like got the management job at the applebee's just because like he had been there four years it's like all right like yeah, you kind of do you you are in charge but everything you're saying is not kind of lining up with what i'm seeing
0: right he's a basketball genius brandiana oh he's I mean, basketball that's what he genius. Said, yeah that's <laughs> what he said self, it's like, yeah okay you know Ugh. take it take it down a notch take it down a notch we we gotta do this um,
1: we either we rank top three self-proclaimed geniuses that were actually geniuses <laughs> yeah if you're a genius, do you have to proclaim it or you just know it right I, okay. I, think, I think you just don't but it's also like how does man, we just get it you know what? we always want to freestyle on the podcast I'm like now I like right before MVP, we just do five minutes of freestyle and just see where it ends up <laughs> like, so I do like I do like uh so how much is ego associated with genius like do those cancel each other out like is like the more genius you have does it kind of is there a self-awareness that kind of pushes away ego or can like a large amount of genius also simultaneously exist with like, a large amount of ego because i don't i think like the, the real geniuses will look back on it, i don't think they had like a gigantic ego i, I don't know but it's like now i'm getting done like i'm trying to think of like the real like scientific genius that we but right like
0: tesla exactly and, like... and
1: profiles of those guys like it's like a lot of word of mouth like not a lot so it's hard to know that exactly like i mean you look at like a steve jobs who is definitely like oh high <laughs> yeah high ego look at like you know it, musically people would well and now i don't even know if kanye west is actually a musical genius or if he's just shoved that down my throat so much it's just like you think i'm a genius because i'm just like most awesome i'm a genius you're just like i don't Fuck know yeah, but if bro. i tell you enough you're gonna fall for it i don't know that's interesting
0: yeah, the gene Well, self-proclaiming of a genius. I think. I mean, do, do we look at it also too, just from like an IQ standpoint or like a social IQ? Like, how, how are we really like quantifying right. genius?
1: Yeah, I guess it would be like, uh, like a respect Could, of a respect of your peers of creating something that is just kind of out of scope of what the industry is creating.
0: Is a virtuoso the same as a genius? Because I would say Kyrie. Irving is a basketball virtuoso, Am I? is that too heavy to
1: say? Or no, I, th- no, I, I, I agree with you. I, I think it would be. I think we're just getting to semantics at that point. Because it's just like, yeah. I mean, what is a basketball genius? Like, you know, in, anybody with, like, a fucking, like, eighth grade level could memorize all the rules of basketball and probably figure out, like, strategic. But there is something about, like, uh, split-second decision-making that would make you... I yeah I I, it's pretty the the only athletic genius
0: that I would consider calling an actual genius would be Wayne Gretzky and I always think about Wayne Gretzky in the hockey realm is because he he didn't he always played the game they always talked about and his numbers are dramatic and and the in. They're almost like Jerry Rice-esque that yeah. they'll never be touched in uh, in the NHL. But he was able to just see players and move players, and and see two passes ahead as opposed to just the immediate pass. And they talk about that a lot. But he was able to basically move and control the game. Like that's what I see a genius, and obviously win titles and do all these things. Like Kyrie Irving, you're not doing that. You're not like manipulating and shaping and and if well, I, I mean, do this, I mean, would you, you do that? And I'm countering with this. Like I'm not seeing that.
1: guy. So would you say like LeBron James is like a Best, I think genius can exist without like championship success. Oh, but I think
0: in athletics you kind of have to have that because well, he's the that's thing, the whole like, thing, right? Yeah. I mean, how, where else is your if 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 your genius just dribbling the basketball, then go to the and one you know run and gun thing, or if you are a genius in like doing trick shots, go to fucking Harlem Globetrotters. Okay, so is, it,
1: is Shaq a basketball genius? No, Shaq
0: is an athletic you know phenomenon. That 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 we've never seen in any in any way, shape, or form. His his genius was the fact well, he, he had no genius because he couldn't elevate his game beyond certain parameters of of what his
1: physicality could do. So it's overcoming. You know? So is Doug Flutie a football genius? No. So, Why? Well, How, what, I just. What,
0: what would would stand? I mean, well, I'm aside just, from no, aside I, from that Boston College throw against Miami.
1: Well, I'm just going the opposite in the spectrum of just like whatever, like overcoming, like like oh. uh, whatever, like Drew Brees, like overcoming. So we're we set the standard of like just being a straight like physical specimen, like being like a superb athlete with great size doesn't necessarily make you you can get success in the NBA or success in the sport and not be like a genius at it.
0: Yeah, Muggsy Bogues isn't a isn't a. You know, basketball genius Muggsy Bogues is uh, is is someone who who maximized his entirety of his potential. I don't is it is it maybe there's a genius in that, but I don't know. I wouldn't consider him a a, a
1: genius within his sport. Well, like so two so two passes ahead, you're Wayne Gretzky, and I definitely don't know hockey enough to debate this. But like seeing two passes ahead, to me, that's someone else is still involved. So maybe it's just like this. That's what but I think it's gonna it's, I
0: think it's the to, to speak to the like the the chess of the of the gameplay is is like how chess people are thinking through the solution and thinking through the outcome. Wayne Gretzky is seeing that. And it's like if I do this, that defender's gonna do that and this, that, and he is processing this at a at a at a higher level than everyone else on 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 the ice. And I think that's the genius in that. Where we might be able to do that, but then in turn I need to have i need to have success born out of that because hockey is a team sport it's not like it's tennis or anything like that i need to see success and i need to see the ability to make those around you better and your team and then in turn better you know what i mean and and reach the mountaintop and and, and ascend to championships kyrie did that with lebron And, and yes, obviously, like, with I'm sure people who are hockey fans that are out there talking about, like, Mark Messier and all those Edmonton Oilers. See, I got some tricks up my sleeve, sir.
1: Jesus, showing off in the last fucking 59 minutes. How's the man have the stamina?
0: Exactly. Um, But, you know, it's one of those things where I think when he moved to then the the Kings and everything like that, he still was able to take them. there. And, yes, I know Luke Robitaille. But still, wow, fucking I'm gunning it today, baby. Damn, brother damn but you know but you know he's got all of that he's got everywhere he's gone he's made people better he's made their teams better and significantly so and and getting into the stanley cup finals uh, you can't say that about Kyrie. you can't say that about after lebron left the first time in cleveland he got drafted yeah he he ain't that he wasn't that
1: okay so real five uh we're gonna do rapid fire top five units this thing guys we'll go right into mvp of the week thanks for listening dude Dynamite, dynamite. Top dynamite of show, This is a really good <laughs> pod, man. We really, you know, sometimes it's not. And also, like, I want to be honest, I think this last four minutes we dove into, I think the audience wants it. I think it's some of the shit they want to hear fire back and forth. We just kind of jumped off the list, like a little like freestyle. Free it's form, good. I liked it. I loved it. Okay, so I'm going to ask you five uh, people involved in sports. You tell me genius or not, yes or no. And you guys, you email us your list or what defines a genius at maybe sportspodcast at gmail.com. I right, put you on the spot. Most awesome. Uh, let's go Tom Brady. Genius. No,
0: Tom Brady. Um, I'm, oh, cause I love TB 12. I'm going to go genius for his ability to again, maximize his potential, but also to learn how to fit in with the team. I'm going to go genius. Fuck oh. you guys. I don't care.
1: Damn. All right. Bill Belichick genius. for No. Oh, definite genius. All right. Uh, Tim Duncan genius for no.
0: Uh, I'm going to go no with Tim Duncan on the genius. Uh, That's
1: some San Antonio fans.
0: Barry Bonds, genius or no? Genius? Well, his head got to the size of the genius. <laughs> a
1: genius. It got huge. Barry Bonds, not a genius. He's juiced up. Uh, and then we'll go Greg Popovich, genius or no? Uh, no. I'm going to say no. A- any
0: Anyone who can't communicate to his team in the first round – uh, to foul when
1: they are like four <laughs> points down with 17 <laughs> seconds. I'm not giving you that genius tag. My boy most awesome, he's he's watching you. He's like Santa Claus. Now you're nice. You've been checklist. <laughs> Bob and Mitch, you almost had it except this year. Guys, this has been the MAV Sports Podcast, Episode 64, my MVP oh, of the even, week. Oh, you got kick it. I got it. Trust me. A little me. trust, brother. It's just like my boys had a couple of bottles of Prosecco, and I have. You called it right, most awesome. Uh, we wrapped up. Season 2 of Broadway Sandwich. Uh, Hats off, MVP, to Garen and Rebecca. Thanks for bringing the Penelope team on. It's uh, 10 episodes that should be coming out late summer. WNET. We will share the link. Your MVP, brother.
0: MVP, I'm going to go with... uh db weiss and david benioff as we're recording this is the finale of game of thrones Ooh, oh good yeah, on you guys up. thanks thanks for bringing us a cultural experience you're
1: my mvp of the week oh guys thanks so much for listening we have eaten up all that time dig into our hot lotto talk run it back let a friend know guys i am brandana why don't you sign yourself off most awesome folks after this pod i'm gonna
0: pop open a couple bottles of pod
1: Emmer, runway, style,
0: fame. She likes fashion.